uh, welcome to the first cave podcast of the year in the name of Allah, most beneficent, most beneficent, most merciful, peace be a peace and blessings be upon Muhammad. I want to welcome everyone to this league year, which we're all excited about. You got you got the goat, the self-proclaimed, and with statistics goat, <laughs> you got Hayat, the previous year champ, and you got Aus, which uh, I don't know. I don't know what to put for him. Is he former champ or, or what? But we'll we'll give him some title here throughout the season. He's the commissioner. Series. Yeah, he's the commissioner. He's the commissioner. Oh, commissioner. Well, my bad. My bad, yeah. I got to yeah, give he's respect. The head dog. He's the head dog of the league, so he could ban me if he wants. He could ban me if he wants. Um, but we're excited <laughs> to have have uh, this league uh, start this year. We weren't sure what was going to happen with the pandemic happening. And and obviously with oh, – yeah. uh, with all the players and, and, and practices and injuries, but week one so far has been great. Uh, and I know Hayat wanted to say something about the dynamics of this league. So I'll pass it over to you, Hayat. Yeah, 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 man. Um, you know, I was just thinking about this a couple hours ago and I was thinking about how the league has changed over the past seven, eight years. Um, and I, I thought it was insightful and wanted to share it with the rest of the group. But in general, man, this league, it kicked off. Uh, in a way that the people who were successful were really like highly engaging, right? They're always on the waiver wires. They're picking up guys. They're always involved in trade talks. And kind of what differentiated the top dogs versus the bottom tier was whoever was more engaged. And I think that's where Sheed was super successful, right? Man was always on the free agent list, was always hitting up people to trade. While the rest of us weren't at that level yet. Um, then, I mean, the man changed the game because we literally had to put in a new rule because of him. <laughs> the waiver wire rule, we had to wait now and spend dollars before picking up people. So props to you for that. Then, though, you Thank see you the turn happened when I think engagement started to increase. Everyone became more involved. But then it became an information league where whoever had the most information was the one who was at the top. And I think that's where T started to kind of really come through with his performance. Cause you know, the man's always on red zone. The man is watching TV all day, all over all this football stuff. So he definitely always held the most information. I think that's where he started to see it, you know, turn over to, to where T started performing more. And then I'd say over the past couple of years, it's evened out across the board in terms of engagement and information. Everyone is on Twitter. Everyone is on the apps. Everyone's, watching TV and has all the information. And now it's became really like a pure decision-making league. Like whoever is even keel and is a good decision-maker over the course of the year is what separates the elite players versus the ones who kind of regularly end up at the bottom. So, man, Absolutely. that's been kind of how I, I noticed how the league has transformed. Excited to see what, what kind of the next level is. You yep. kind of saw it in week one. Uh, on it. The, all the entire so-called slums won every single game this this week. Is the, the the playing field is definitely leveled out this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we'll I see though, man. Because those are, go ahead, go ahead. sorry about that. No, I say I would say past two or three years, I feel like competition has really stepped up, uh, and I give a lot of credit to you know a lot of the managers in this league. Um, as you mentioned, you know, everyone has been active on the waiver wire. They've been watching the, the news reports through the, throughout the week, whether a player's injured or whether he, he's questionable or, or anything of that nature. Where before, you know, I think people would um, take a lot more gambles. 
you know, take a lot more risk and now it's more calculated. So that's where I agree with you from a strategic standpoint. A lot of people have turned to strategy rather than just hoping for the best. And, and that yeah. has really turned up the intensity in this league. Yeah. Let me, let yeah. me ask a quick question though. Uh, has in the history of our entire league, we just re- recently implemented a waiver wire uh, two, three years ago. And that was actually because of you, Sheed, because of how dominant you were on the waivers. <laughs> but in the last three years, has anybody spent eighty nine dollars? <laughs> yeah, I do remember. I do remember the other super high waiver wires was uh, Khalid spending on Tariq Cohen. Yeah, oh my god, he was, that was, he was last a rookie, year, I think, or two years ago. No, no, he was yep. a rookie, and he came onto the scene and had a really good first game. And I think all of us were all over it, but he ended up spending somewhere in this like mid to high 60s or something like that. Yes. Uh, yep. Right. So. Sultan, I believe one year spent a high amount as well. And I know Sonny spent a quite uh, quite a bit um, on Fitzpatrick, on Fitzmagic, well, who, uh, who dwindled pretty quick. Bottom, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. so let's see where you go, to. You know, uh, to just on that real quick, you know, what I'm hoping for, is Heinz is Eckler 2.0, you know, and and yeah. what I mean by that is Philip Rivers likes to dump off. You've seen in week one to to yeah, Jonathan yeah, yeah. Sure. and Heinz. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But it is it is a lot of money in the first week. There's no question about it. Yeah, All it right, could man, definitely pay off. With, let's go ahead and get kicked off the topic, Chief. Go ahead. Yep. So first topic uh, I wanted to ask you guys is who was the biggest surprise for week one? in terms of winning, in terms of scoring, in terms of yeah. draft uh, panning out, you know, because obviously we, we, gave, uh, we gave the preseason rankings, we gave the preseason draft uh, rankings. Who, who for week one was your, uh, you know, and I can, I'll ask each of you. Uh, Hayat, we can start with you since you're the champ. Yeah. Um, who, was your, who was the most uh, or the biggest surprise for week one? Yeah, I mean, okay, so for draft-wise, <laughs> I don't think – you know, for in terms of panning out, I think it's still way too early. You know what I mean? It's still way too early. And I think we'll see whose drafts have really panned out right around week three or four. Um, the surprise performances, I'm going to give three guys. Obviously, Khaled, because he's at number one, uh, scored the highest yeah. amount of points, got his W. Um, uh, you know, there's no precedence there for that. So that's a surprise over the course of, like, his whole career <laughs> for being in the spot that he is right now. Um <laughs> And then the other two is I'll go with Bear. Bear, I think, has had, in general, I think he's got a pretty solid squad, a better draft than he's had in the past. We'll see how it, how it you know, pans out. But he ended up putting good numbers up. Um, and he's right up there. And then the third guy I'll give it to is actually Sani. I think he is, I mean, he, he ended up losing uh, his first week to Hollywood. But um, he ended up putting up a pretty good performance. And I think, you know, he's in the mix there. So. Give it to those three guys as surprises. Okay. Okay. No, that's great. Great. Uh, Aus, what about you? What do you think? I, I totally agree with the top three for Hayat. Uh, I'm going to give the week one baton to Abdobo just because he got a lot mm-hmm. of heat for his bad draft and he came out firing. Yes. Uh, his number one pick didn't even perform that great and he still yeah. ended up being the current champion Hayat. Uh, yeah. Whether it's a one week one week flyer, or if this is a, a sign of a future trend, uh, my, my biggest winner for the week. Now I'll give it to him, man. I, I've been saying it for years now. Uh, Abdul deserves to be in the league. I think I, I think he'll probably end up around that seventh, eighth position in his first year back, but he's mm-hmm. solid, man. And 
pulled out a good win against me first week. Yes, definitely. And and for myself, I want to give it to I, I kinda I'm with you, Hayat. I, I think it's multiple people, but I think of two individuals. One is Doe. Um, because mm, Doe yeah. since last year, since like after uh um since after we gave him a lot we gave him a lot of criticism, you know, he's he's stepped up. I mean, even with the Austin Hooper oh, yeah. he had for a while. But this year his draft, his team is looking stacked. You know, his wide receivers mm-hmm. are good. And then the second person I give, which I don't want to give credit because I'm versing him this week, so I'm hoping his team uh, fumbles, but is is Bear, you know, is Bear. Because Bear, with his wide receivers, I mean, I can see him putting up those numbers on a weekly basis, you know, and his receivers getting 25 to 30, especially with Adams and Hopkins. I mean, those guys are target machines. They got QBs that want to throw to them. So, you know, those are the two that I felt like that, that did a, that did really good week one. Yeah. You know, I'll make a comment uh-huh. on Bear. I want to make one comment on Bear. And, you know, I spoke to, like, the three phases of the league. And I think Bear got left in that. He was never high engagement. He was when it came to free agent pickups, not trades, though. He was super engaged when it came to free agent pickups. And he was always one of those high information guys, right? So he did yep. well in both phases. What he struggled with, though, is the strategic aspect. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of, you know, I'm excited to see how he navigates through this year, having a good squad and how, how he sets his strategy and if he's kind of evolved in any way to kind of push him through to the playoffs. So we'll see. Yep. Bear yep. went back to his basics this year, man. He went high flyers this year with three receivers. That's, that's also a big reason why he won some of his earlier championships with uh, Odell and Antonio Brown. Yeah, and, but he uh, also had some clutch thing. trades, and he also had some clutch pickups back then. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but th- th- this year to me, Bears team wasn't that big of a surprise week one, just because I thought Bears team was the best week team out of the draft personally. No, makes sense. Makes That's sense. Let's just hope week two, uh, Bear, much love. But hopefully, week two you put up ninety points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess to turn that around. Uh, who was the biggest disappointment week one or disappointments? And I'll, I'll, I'll turn to you, Hayat. Man, that's, uh, that's a good one. That's a tough, that's um, a tough one, Hayat. Let me, let me pull up the standings really quick here. Huh, let's see. I mean, I'll start with myself, actually. I think I had a fairly disappointing – oh, okay, okay. I'm looking at the standings. And, I mean, I would say the bottom three – are pretty reflective of what was disappointing, specifically me and Yushi at 10 and 11 right now. Yeah. Um, I think you just overall, man, just uh, I think the injuries, the draft, uh, left some gaping holes from the start, ended up putting up 106 points. That's That, that was surprisingly bad. I think for me, I mean, I put up 120 points after getting like basically no production for my backs. I think I had what, like, yeah, I had nine points total for my back. I still put up 120, <laughs> which is exactly the situation of my team right now. I would say pretty disappointing. I am like I'm, I'm a star-studded team with a huge hole in, at the running back position. But, I mean, you know what? I mean, I've, I've got a lot of managing to do, but I think I'll figure it out like I have in the past. So I always figure out a way to patch the holes and get myself through. So, I'll figure it out. Yep, I agree. I agree. Alice, what about you? Uh, I'm not. What was the biggest disappointment, guys? 
the, the, obviously the bottom three out of the gate are are the the, the biggest disappointments. Uh, you, uh, Sheed, Haya, and uh, Sultan. Um, I think all three of you guys are in very different situations. Honestly, Sheed, you you got a big worry with with your injuries. Uh, like you can definitely make some moves, but you you're on pause for a couple of weeks just because you two of your biggest stars are out, uh, Le'Veon and uh, Thomas. Uh, Mello, Mello, I'm worried about, man. Sultan, I'm worried about just because he doesn't have much depth at running back. Uh, his quarterback is great, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, but right. like a, a quarterback is going to be tough to carry you for a while. Uh, James Conner is fragile, we've seen that, and uh, it's, it's going to be a long season for, for Sultan, I think, which I'm worried about. Uh, whereas Hayat, you, you just got to make a few moves, you, you definitely have some pieces. Uh, I could see you making some big moves, but you played me this week, man. You might be owing to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, man, I draft, I honestly switched my strategy last year um, heavily. I would say over the last three years, I, I really started, I don't want to give too much of it away, but I really started focusing more on firepower and relying on the season to fill in my depth, um, mm-hmm. depending on how the season goes. So, and that's exactly how I drafted some marquee guys that you know could potentially I think I have three or four guys that can put up thirty to forty points any given week. But then the yep. major holes I'm relying on the on the season to kind of fill it in. Yes. Very nice. No, I agree. I agree. And that, I mean from that, the, that's a good segue for me. Sorry. Oh, well, I was just gonna say for the for myself to to kind of add what my feedback is is I agree with both of you. I think for myself, um I'm I'm definitely disappointed in my team, especially from an injury perspective. Uh you know, didn't think that you're going to have two, uh, two of your starters right off the back first. And I believe Levian was my fourth round pick. So first and fourth round yeah. get injured. So it reminds me of uh, Devante Adams all over again, but it's yeah. okay. You know, it's, <laughs> it's part of, it's part of the league, you know? So I just, yeah, gotta... hey, man, you're, you've been number one all the time. Cause you've kind of wiggled your way out of these type of situations. So you'll figure it out. Yep. I just got to shoot. You got to wiggle yourself out of these situations soon because it's your, the ticker is on you right now. It is, it is. Man. That, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> the bullseye is on you this season. Jeez. It is. Yep. It is. I agree. I agree. Don't let the same situation of last year happen again. I agree with that's that. What I'm saying. I agree with that. I can't. I can't lie. I can't lie. Yeah, I, I hear the criticism. I feel it. You know, <laughs> but I'm looking. I'm. I feel. I feel confident. I'll say. I still feel confident with my team, and my backups. You know, I think. I think if they can still at least make up for some of the production, then, you know, I'll still be in good shape overall. Cause I still got Carson Mixon, and, and now Hines uh, as my three RBs, you know, which I feel comf- comfortable with. That's, that's really good, man. And that's, that's a good segue to our next segment. Uh, where we're going to talk about waiver wire pickups, any possible trades. Um, waiver wire this week, week one was really lit. Yeah, uh, like we said, uh, eighty-one, eighty-nine dollars spent <laughs> by one person. Uh, another fifty dollars spent by Vicky on Benny Snell. You Check know he's yeah. Week. Let me let me actually just just because you mentioned Vicky, <laughs> he's actually sliding away from a lot of criticism right now just because she has the bullseye on him. Because there's no doubt <laughs> that Hines is a better pickup than Snell, right? Not because of necessarily yep. production, like talent of the player. I mean, Snell yep. could give you a solid amount of work. But it's the fact that Connor, Connor is very likely to play this week. Yes. So he spent $50 yep. on a back that may not be on the field that much. 
And that exactly. she's getting away from a lot of criticism there. Because I think I put down like 15 or 20 bucks on Snell because I thought everyone was in the same boat of realizing that he might not even play. So Vicky's getting away with it. Hey, hey, you got the steal of the week with Adrian Peterson, man. Adrian Peterson looked vintage in week one. He did, man. I don't know how long he'll hold up, but. The thing is, my concern with Adrian Peterson is the Lions play calling, man. Like they, oh God, they, man. they make, they, they see a guy that is putting over a hundred plus yards, just continue to run the ball, milk the clock, you know, but they end up trying to make some throws or put the ball in Stafford's yeah. hand, which, which deservedly so he's, he's getting paid a lot of money, they, but you know, bro, they he, do whatever a, they shouldn't do. That's what they do. Yes. <laughs> I, I agree. You couldn't put it better, you know, and then you have a rookie that gets wide open at the end zone and, and, you know, drops the game game winner. So <laughs> that was horrible, man. I, I felt bad for Lions fan and I'm a Lions hater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, but I, I give Hayat, I, I definitely, Hayat, I think Arafat got some nice pickups on the waiver wire. Um, for me, I feel like I, I definitely took a big risk. Uh, when I saw that the next person was Hayat, 41 so i put 31 dollars yeah. more than the next person <laughs> i kind of thought about it i was like man i think i did kind of overspend a little bit you know so <laughs> you know then, Sheen, actually i remember there was one time where you actually pulled a very similar move when david johnson went down on the arizona cardinals when he was a first round pick and he went i think it was the first pick that year first or second pick he went down and i think you ended up dishing out 40 to 50 on his backup who ended up not doing much, but I, I don't know if you remember that. I do. I do. Yeah. He didn't, he did his backup did not end up doing much at all. Yes. So, so thanks for bringing up a great, great, great memory. <laughs> we'll see how this one goes. If I, I I'll Nothing. say that if God, uh, Goddard does good, um, which I'm expecting because Wentz right now doesn't have any wide receivers, then that'll yeah. hopefully make me feel better and balance it out. You know, because fans yeah. got a, a matchup with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if Hines can at least get me that 12 a week, you know, mm-hmm. those five, six receptions, 50 yards, maybe a touchdown, then I feel like it'll be a good investment. Because Yahoo right now is no, very I think high. Well. Yeah, no, no, I actually do think he's a good pickup in general. It's just the price that had to be paid. But no, Hines, I think, yeah. will get you that solid 10 to 15, you know, four or five receptions a week and a touchdown to push you up to the 20. But I think, he, in general, I think is a solid play. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I put a bid for $35 because I knew Hayat wasn't going to make a bid against him. And I'm playing Hayat this week. And I thought 35 was too much. And then that was me just getting him just to school over Hayat, not even any other reason. And this guy doubled me. <laughs> I knew Hayat was going to go for him. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I was the obvious one, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, and then I thought maybe Sultan – might come in. I thought about Little K. I thought he might come in, but I think Little K got scared. Um, mm-hmm. Khaled got scared because you know he got he knows the amount of criticism we put on him yeah, when he makes exactly a crazy that. move like that. So I felt like he, I, I, because I felt it. I felt like, dude, Khaled's gonna put sixty on this guy for sure. There's no doubt about it. And then all of a sudden, I see Hayat with forty one and Khaled with fifteen. I was like. I think Khaled got, got nervous, man. He's like, he I want to put 60 on him, but I know the <laughs> amount of criticism that will come. 
So yeah, man. Yeah, you got to be able to handle. You got to make moves that you know you can. I mean, you got to make moves that you're confident in because you're gonna get heat heat no matter what. Exactly, exactly. You know, so that that's 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 the that's the one thing. That's about strategy, right? For me, it's like changing up strategy. For you guys, as you mentioned, it's changing up some strategies from from the past, mm-hmm. and and that's what what makes it makes you relevant. You know, if you keep with the same strategy, people will catch on. So you have to try different yeah. things and 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 bring the surprises every once in a while to see if it'll work. You do, man. Yep, no doubt about that. Yeah. Can I add one last thing before we move on? Um, I know a big mistake I, I've made over the years is, uh, say, I'll, I'll pick up a player on the waiver, and I'll put like 5 $6 for him. And then with it, by the time the game starts, I'd have dropped that player, just basically blowing that money away. Uh, and I really hope I don't make that mistake this year. But mm-hmm. i already seen that Tarek's already done that already this year. He picked up a player for $6, and he's already dropped him. Russell Gage. Russell, like, you know, I actually $6 put in a bid right? for Russell Gage. I should know. I put in a like a $0 bid on Russell Gage. Um, mm. He put 6 bucks on him, huh? I didn't know that. Yeah, $6, and he's already off of his team. Yeah, T does that, away that, that is – T does that a strategy, a though. He, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to keep him from someone. I don't think so. I think he just – T is an up-and-down guy, all right? He is a very up-and-down <laughs> guy. And that you see it in his free agency tendencies. <laughs> like <laughs> – you might be out. You might be off real fast. Yep. Yep. Oh, no, I agree. I agree. So I think uh, we can move to the final segment of the week, which is uh, analyzing all the matchups uh, and trying to pick the uh, and trying to pick who we think will win, and then uh, and then we can yeah. you know move on to get ready for next week. Yeah. So does does one of you have the the schedule uh, schedule yeah, ahead of you? Yeah, I've got it up. I've got it up. Yeah, um, I'll go by how it's ordered for me. Um, so obviously the first one, the first matchup is actually me versus Aus. Um, I'll go ahead with my analysis first. This is a tough week for me, man, because my matchups are pretty are pretty tough. I mean, I got Wilson going up against Russell Wilson going up against New England. Um, I've got. I mean, Cup at Philly might be – he might do well. Lack of cornerbacks out in Philly. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, Edelman's playing at Seattle. I've got him in my flex. And then we've got Hill and Kelsey at the Chargers, which I don't really – I mean, I don't – I think it's kind of a non-factor there. But I don't know, dude. I, I think I'm in a tough spot this week because uh, the Russell Wilson matchup and a couple other matchups – so we'll see, man. I'm not sure. I think the biggest thing for for your matchup, Hayat, is your your running backs. What do they do? Is that is mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. week one J.K. Dobbins getting two touchdowns real, or was that just a fluke? And then yeah. uh, Gibson getting outplayed by Peyton Barber. Out of all people, Dude, did, you, did you see that Gibson? There was a a play that Gibson turned the corner and was about to bust a 60 yard. Uh, touchdown run and he ended up tripping up on his own guy on his own receiver like this dude was one or like say two steps away from busting a 60 yard touchdown and he ended up tripping yeah (laughs) i think it's gonna take him a couple weeks though man because these rookies they didn't have a proper training camp they didn't have preseason i think it's gonna take gibson three to four weeks to kind of get into it yep yep so so my prediction i mean i think it's gonna be a close one but I I can see Aus's team 
pulling this win out. Uh, just because he's got Dak and Cooper, I ple- I believe play against Atlanta. Atlanta um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, Atlanta. You saw Russell Wilson drop four touchdowns on them week one. You know, I mean, it's and and my I was the, a beneficiary of two of them to Carson. So I can see Zeke getting his. I can see Coop, Cooper getting his his numbers. Dak getting his numbers. Uh, and then um, you know, with Holly, I think you got Hollywood Brown as an house. Kareem yeah. Hunt is your X factor because him and Chubb is just Cleveland right now is a mess. So I don't know about that, but and Kittle is a big X factor for you too. That's the question mark because that's your equalizer to Kelsey. So yeah, exactly. you know, I, if he's if Kittle plays. Then I would I, I give out the edge for for you know as, for a close one though it's going to be a close yeah. one but but if Russell Wilson comes with the MVP fire which he has been then hey yeah, you're never you're never going to be out of a game never out of it yeah yeah exactly yeah. hey also to anybody, be a close one, man. to anybody listening I have a, a a former MVP at quarterback that wants to be traded off my team just saying just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, no one's buying your tricks this year, man. We knew all you drafted him for, for a trade. Yo, I mean, by the when, way, you notice you notice how I'll switch the strategy this year? Yeah. <laughs> Heavily. Told he was guys. always the risk taker. He was yep, much yep. more calculated. Yo, you yep. know what? Because I'm the champ, I'm going to give myself props uh, to pushing this era into more of a calculated, strategic league. So <laughs> hey. I'm going to take credit for that one. Hey, you you changed it. it with the two quarterback, the two quarterback moves, man. That, that to me is a <laughs> especially if, if I can pay off with one of them. Yes, yes, you you deserve it for sure. You won a, a very intense year last year, and you won it. So much credit and props. Um, so we can go to the uh, next matchup, and I'll we'll, we'll start with you and and what you think about the next one. Next one is uh, Bear versus Sheed right here. Oh. This is this is massive. Uh, Joe Mixon's already got you a point, by the way. Thirteen yards. Uh, Thursday night football just started. Um, uh, looking at it, just the eye test. Looking at the two teams, Bears team looks a lot better. But I also mm-hmm. think it's going to be a lot closer than what uh, what the score says. Let's see what Drew Brees does for you, man. Drew Brees without Thomas is is tough for him because you saw it last year. Um, they they need they need Thomas to kind of move the chains. He's kind of like he paces the the, the Saints. And he doesn't yeah. have that this year. And that'll put him out of his rhythm. Uh, Carson, I really like. I think Carson's going to keep balling. And uh, like like you gave me the X Factor, I'm going to give you your X Factor is Naeem Hines. He could easily, easily score 20 points in fantasy. Have like six or seven receptions, maybe a touchdown. Uh, but on the flip side, looking at Bears team, I see Hopkins, I see Adams, and I see Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, <laughs> all of them had touchdowns last week. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. More. Um, but Adams was the number one last week. And uh, by the way, number two point scorer was Aaron Rodgers, just saying that. Uh, I could see him continue that against the Detroit Lions <laughs> this week. I'm going to go there, win by 15. Oof. That's, 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 yeah, right. I'm going to go with Bear too, man. It's just, ah, she, man, you're in a hole with these injuries. I think, I think it's going to take you a couple of weeks to dig out of it. So I'm going to have to go with Bear for now. I, and to be honest, I, from a uh, logical standpoint, I couldn't agree with you guys more. 
but just from a heart standpoint and being a former <laughs> champion, I can't I can't pick against my own team, right? So obviously I'm gonna give myself the win with a with a with a slight margin. Uh, I don't think it'll be big, maybe five points, but you know. If I if I, I agree with you guys from the from the analysis standpoint that he's he's stacked up with the wide receivers and and pretty good running back so so okay we'll I'll move on what, Ochoo Hall is is not insurmountable anybody can come back from that yeah you saw Tariq Listen, last man, year I've come you back T do it yeah, yeah. yeah T did it just last year I've come back and made the playoffs after going zero and four and I've wow. missed the playoffs after going four and zero so. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. La- last so, year, <laughs> la- last year I started four and zero, I believe. I or was it three and zero? Three and zero or four and zero? And and yeah, then all right of a sudden, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, the downfall came. Yep. Yeah, man. It's fantasy is a whirlwind, man. Yeah. Right. That's right. Next matchup, guys. Uh, next one is Sultan versus Vicky. Matchup of two great oh. quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, uh, the two premier. Vicky, Vicky was a little disappointed in his loss last week. Didn't really perform that well. Uh, Sultan projected high as well. Uh, 136 is one of the highest projections for the week. This one's a tough one for me. I'm going to let one of you guys go first. Yeah, let me ask you something, man. You know, he never got criticized for this, but what was up with that? Uh, when did he pick up Gronk, man? Like, he picked him up pretty early, didn't he? I think it was sixth round. Gronk. Sixth Vicky, round. Yeah. What was up with that? Yeah, that's early. Yeah, that's the name, it man. It was so early. And he's got a big hole in that tight end spot now because of Greg Olson. I mean, and Gronkowski, right. who are both touchdown dependent old names. I mean, you know, not guys who you want to pick up in today's fantasy league. Um, right. Arguably, I'd rather have Olsen than Gronk even. Yeah, that's who he's got starting. He's starting Olsen right now. Um I don't know, dude. I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I think Vicky, he's struggling with the decision-making over the past year or two. Uh, that Snell pickup, the Gronkowski pickup, um, mm. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with uh, Sultan here. I think his team has got more firepower and it's going to deliver this, this weekend. Got more firepower, and I say it's a little more balanced, too. Yeah, it is. It, for me, it's, it's dependent on if, what happens with Connor. Because Vicky's got Snell starting right now, so if Connor actually ends up sitting out, then you know that's a that's another positive for Vicky. That's a big. But if, if yeah, but if Connor ends up playing, um, you know, even if he plays though, for me, I, I, I'm hesitant to start Connor just because I'm thinking he's going to split do you know split carries or something yeah. of that nature. But you know, they both got firepower um, with their QBs. I can see. Yeah, I see Sultan, you know, uh, winning this one um, just based off the balance of his team um, compared to Vicky. But, you know, again, with Russell Wilson, anything is possible. Greg Olson can come and drop a touch, another touchdown and yeah. and, and those receivers. So we'll, we'll see. But I, I, I take Sultan with a slight edge. Very fair. Uh, Which one's that? What do we got for the next ma- uh, matchup? The next matchup, uh, I'm looking at Arafat versus Abdul. And the oh. projections have them almost exactly tied uh, for, that... for this week. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a tough – that's a tough I- – I can go ahead and start with this one. Uh, I mean, first I want to give Abdul props, man. Abdullah did 
he, we criticize him for the draft, especially me. You know, I criticize him <laughs> because when I saw him pick Saquon over CMC, right off the back, I was like, what is this guy doing? You know, because really? CMC is, is 25 points a week guaranteed. You see what Saquon man. did. Yeah. You know, you've seen yeah. Saquon. So imagine if Abdul had CMC in addition to what he already scored. He would have, he would have, you know, won by 40. He, he would have won, yeah. you know, a, a larger mar- a larger margin. But, you know, I give him props. Mark Andrews did great. Uh, but I, when I look at Arafat's team, I mentioned that I think he had the best draft. I know he lost. I believe he lost week one, correct? I know he, I uh, he lost week yeah. one, but high scoring loss though. Yeah, exactly. High score now. I think he's going to rebound, and Evans is going to have another week to get healthy. Tom Brady's got another week under his belt, so I think I think it's going to be a close one, but I think Arafat's going to pull this out by maybe seven to ten points. The the, the Bucks are weird to me, man, because there's there's so no, much talent on. on that team. Did you just say high scoring for Arafat? One twenty nine. I put up one twenty two. Uh, was it one twenty nine? I thought he had more than difference. that. Yeah, I yeah. thought he had more than that. I thought he was in like one forty. I mean, look, week. I mean, one thirty solid. I mean, don't get me wrong, but yeah, yeah, he left some on the table for sure. I but see, Evans, I see. Evans, right? He, I believe, he started Evans, uh, yeah. who didn't, yeah. who didn't perform that well, right? With his hands, Keenan Allen didn't perform well. Yeah, Keenan Allen week one didn't. So that's that's what I'm saying. I feel like those names are, are they're not like super old wide receivers, right? They're still in their prime and it's week, it was week one, you know? So I think with some practice and, and things of that nature, they're going to, they're going to show up week two. And Arafat yeah, no, will be I in agree. that 140 range. Yeah. I'm going to go with Arafat. Um, he, he's got a really good squad, man. I think in general from the draft. And I, I remember when I gave my pre-draft or rank, power rankings post-draft, um, I put him up there in the top three. I think yep. he's got a good, really solid squad. I'm going to give him the W, but I'm going to give Abdul some real props. And here's the thing. I know he picked up Mark Andrews, I think it was the second round. Yep. Um, I mean, he has his two, three pick are back-to-back, so second, third round. I actually think Mark Andrews is going to be a top-tier tight end this year. Um, you saw yep. you saw a tendency from Lamar Jackson to throw to Mark Andrews significantly last year, and that was mm-hmm. Lamar's first breakout year. So I think it's going to go – I think Mark Andrews is going to have a really good year. The difference is I think he – like in a typical draft, Mark Andrews probably should have gone at the end of the third. He picked him up a little bit early, but it wouldn't have come back to him if he passed on him. So yes. exactly. Yes. No, I, I'm, I I'm actually going to pick up Delta to win this week. Uh, I, I, I see Saquon having a bounce back week, could have a 40-piece possibly. Yeah, Saquon oh. struggled last week against Pittsburgh. You got Aaron yeah. Jones it's against the Lions, play. though. Aaron Jones against the Lions. That's that's yeah, the that's thing. True. I think Aaron Jones can drop forty pieces <laughs> this week too. Yeah. That's that's crazy. The 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 reason I say Airfire might lose is because Evans. We don't know what's going to happen with with the Bucks, and he's yeah. heavy Bucks. Although Chris Godwin under concussion protocol, um, yeah. yeah, and went into the concussion protocol late in the week, so it's really likely that he's not going to play actually. And that, that's going to tip the Gronk scale is, Mike Evans. Yep, and Gronk is looking, you know, he's not looking as youthful as he once was before. So you're talking about Mike Evans and O.J. Howard eating. You know, I don't know if Ronald Jones is going to get 100-plus like or, or whatever he did last week around that around that range. So I can see Evans uh, maybe getting a touch or two. Yeah, I agree. All right, cool. on to the next one. There's two more. 
And then we got mm-hmm. left. I'm going to start with uh, Tarek versus Sani. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tarek I, was kind of uh, disappointing last week, but he, he has room to bounce back. He does. Tarek's got an interesting team, man. Uh, Very he's got He's got depth on his bench. You know what I mean? Um, but he doesn't. He doesn't have those uh, those marquee guys that are just going to explode. Because you got OBJ and Ty Hilton at the receiver. Okay, Elliott obviously, you know, his, his first round pick is is a big time guy. Sanders, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a premier back. I don't know if he's going to be the type of guy that you know, say a Zeke Barkley or any of those guys. Um, he's going to make a move. He has to make a move. He's going to use his depth to bring in some firepower at some point. And that's when his team is going to round out. Um, I'm going to go Sonny this week because Sonny had a good draft. And he th- – this is the t- – I mean, this is – the first couple of weeks is when you can kind of rely a little bit more on your draft to pull out some Ws. And that's where Sonny is, and I think he'll do that. After a couple of weeks is when things start to fall apart because management kicks in, and that's when Sonny starts to dip. But – <laughs> I'll give I'll give the W to Sonny this week. He's got a tough matchup though with Deshaun Watson go, uh, playing Baltimore, <clears throat> so I think it kind of goes whichever way Watson goes. Um, but I'm I'm gonna give it to Sonny. Yeah, I think uh, I might. I... Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I I I to be I agree with you, uh, Hayat. Actually, um, I think uh, when I saw Thotic's team last week, I know Sanders was out. So Sanders will be an X factor. Zeke obviously did great, but thought it, you know, he uh, he was on the he was on the edge with Fant coming, you know, making a comeback for my team uh, around what 105, 102 or 100 and 102 or 105 points total. So yeah, you know, if 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 Thotic has that type of week again with some of his guys, especially Odell. Um, you know, T.Y. not getting touchdowns, which was – I was kind of surprised, I'll be honest with you, because I was thinking T.Y. is going to really do great week right. one against Jacksonville um, with a good QB or a new QB, you know. So I, I, I see Sonny has the advantage. I think he has the advantage this week, um, you know, unless unless those big names actually perform like big names. You know, Odell actually yeah. drops 20. But yeah. I, see, I, I don't see it happening, unfortunately, uh, just from the way they played, so – I give Sonny the just a quick update. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb just entered the end zone. He scored for Sonny, and uh, Odell hasn't even gotten uh, a look yet for oh, the wow. Thursday night matchups. Okay. Yep. So, so we can see Sonny's already getting the advantage right now. All right. So, uh, last one uh, we'll work on. This is arguably the game of the week number one versus number four uh, Khalid versus Doe. Uh, Doe is projected oh. to win by 12 points off the bat. And Doe looked really good in the first week. So did Khaled. Um, Khaled does have Kenny Galladay coming back this week, potentially, and Corey Sutton. That's two major receivers. That's huge. On top of what he already did last week. Uh, he's got some good running backs. Uh, his quarterback position is a little iffy. Uh, but I could I could see some movement on, on his squad. Just looking at it, uh, I'm going to go Doe. He has some more power, firepower at yeah. running back. McCaffrey and Eckler is just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Eckler did was a little disappointing last week, but he'll, like, as long as he gets receptions, he'll be good. And that against Kansas City, that's very possible. Yeah. yeah I I'm agree. Go, I think, yeah. go ahead, Chief. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, Doe, I agree. I agree uh, as well. I think his Doe has the firepower. 
and uh, he has he has a deep team. I mean, Jacobs did amazing week one. Khalid got mm-hmm. two very good running backs, but Doe has two, I think, better running backs, if you want to say, you know, with yeah. CMC obviously <laughs> being the number one. So Doe's team with DK Metcalf, um, He's he's got a strong squad and Josh Allen, man. Josh, Josh Allen dropping thirty three yep. points. Come on, this guy Josh fumbles Allen's left, right. He got good. fumbles and he still got yeah. thirty three. No, he's gonna be a good fantasy quarterback this year, and he's playing Miami this weekend. I'm going mm. with Doe also, man. McCaffrey, Eckler. Although Eckler, Eckler is kind of a TBD guy. I don't know if he benefited off of that, yeah. you know, the office Rivers kind of the way Rivers plays with that, with the uh, with the dumps. So he's a TBD, but he's dude. Doe's got a really solid squad, man. I'm I'm going with Doe. Too much firepower. Too much firepower. I agree. So so that was uh, that wraps up that segment for uh, analyzing what we think is going to happen in week two, and I think for closing remarks for this week, um, you know, is from from my end, and and then Alice, you can go next, and we'll let the champ um, go last to close it out. But I mean, I do want to say. To, to Hayat, you know, congrats again, man. You know, you had a great oh, season yeah, last year. You are the champ. You are defending your title. It's not going to be an easy, uh, easy uh, defense, but I think, I think, you know, you're going to, you're going to give a formidable one, uh, if not even a, even a better one. So I'm excited to see what happens this season, you know, and I'm excited. I'm happy football is back. I'm happy to, you know, have uh, everyone in this league again. Uh, and there's a lot of pressure on a lot of individuals, you know, including myself, oh, yeah. uh, including little K, you know, Abdul showing up with firepower right off the back week one. So, I mean, it shows that, you know, if individuals, if managers don't take it, don't do well and don't take it serious, that even even the new managers that come, the rookie managers, I mean, we're picking individuals that are that are coming with firepower right off the gate. So, you know, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be a great season. And, uh, you know, I wish everyone the best this season. So I'll pass it on to you, Alice. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I'm so excited that football is back. It was, it was kind of surreal watching it uh, happening live with no fans in the crowd. And, and uh, that just tells me, like I, I've been saying this for a minute now, uh, this season is going to be the most unpredictable season in, in, for fantasy, for NFL, for, for everybody. Uh, that's just the way 2020 has been. Uh, but like I said, I'm excited football's back. I'm excited it came back really well. Uh, overall, sports have come back really good. Uh, all sports, football, basketball, soccer. Um, uh, I'll leave it to Hayat now. Hayat, give your championship speech, yeah. man. Tell people what's oh, up. Oh, man. I, okay. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I haven't given up championship speech. But, man, uh, man, more – man, the happiness, the relief of winning last year. Um, <laughs> I've just been in the running for so long. It always seemed like there was one thing that – that kind of bounced the wrong Some way points. that kept me from a championship over multiple years. So I'm happy it came together for me, man. It was, I mean, I would say I think it was the most competitive league and probably the most fun league we've had thus far. So happy oh, that yeah. I won it last year. Um, it was a tough season, actually. I think everyone forgets what, how people were viewing my team because I won a championship. But Barkley was out with the high ankle sprain for five, six weeks. I think no, he, I think mm-hmm. he was out for three, four weeks, but then played two weeks after for the two weeks afterwards, but just played badly. I mean, I had to ride that out, had to manage kind of that running back hole. Keenan Allen was nicked up for a couple weeks. Um, I, had a, I had another guy who ended up being hurt. Uh, made a big trade with Russell uh, Russell Wilson, like Cooper Cup. 
couple other pass for free agency pickups. I don't think anyone looked at me as a content. I was I was actually looking through the power rankings of last year, a couple of days ago, and I think I was consistently ranked at that five six spot until maybe the second to last week. So it's a grind, man. It's a grind. You got to keep making the moves. Uh, keep making good moves week in and week out. Um, don't don't let emotions kind of hype you up too much and don't get don't don't let panic set in too quickly um and you know that's that's kind of the keys to winning a championship and man i know this repeating is always twice as hard as winning the first one so i'm excited um and we'll see how this year goes man but i'm pumped pumped yeah yep excited i don't think we can uh emphasize uh, emphasize enough how excited we are about this league and uh you know it's going to be great competition this year so that wraps it up for uh week one for the podcast uh thank you everyone for listening we hope you enjoyed it and i think we're gonna you know continue to have um different guests different managers come through on a weekly basis uh and and look forward to the rest of the season so have a good one and we'll uh see you next week oh peace out guys Peace. Bye-bye.